0: Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And into inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, this inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice, Through Now, for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy." For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This is the word of our Lord.
1: My name is Nathan, and there are actually four of us on the youth team, but Lizzie still is half of the youth team. So it's me, Aaron Brown, and Luke Ull make up whatever that math works out to, and Lizzie is the other 50%. So she was right, is that she is the half of our team. Um, so this past the, the second half of the semester, the youth group um, we went through se- through first Peter um, and so, to give you guys a little flavor of what we got a chance to go through that 's what we read today, and that 's what i 'll be talking about um, and I'm so thankful this youth Sunday is totally different from last youth Sunday. for those of you who don 't remember, it was entirely virtual. Um, And for Lizzie and I, it was a very special day. We were actually in the hospital. Um, We had just had our first baby. So she was, yeah. So it was a bit of an odd experience watching ourselves on TV from the hospital. Um, So this is much better than me talking to my computer screen at the the dining room table, pre-recording it. Um, So high schoolers, thanks for sticking with us through another tough year Uh, It's sad to kind of end it, um, but summertime is always a fun time. Um, So the reason I picked this passage is because I think it— and the reason why we picked 1 Peter in general is I think it spoke to a lot of what we as believers and we as just humans were going through in the past, you know, March of 2020 through now May slash June of 2021 is we felt very separated from each other. We felt very— Alone, very hopeless. Um, We're going through trials, and First Peter is written to a group of people who are going through that. Uh, The first couple words of this book tells us that he's talking to a group of exiles who are far flung throughout the Roman Empire, and he's writing to them to give them a hope. And after his brief introduction, he immediately. It's like he can't contain his joy and his love for these people. He immediately jumps into this doxology and says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's just brimming with this joy. And I'm sure as the hearers of these letters would have been, it probably would have shocked them a little bit. How can we have this joy? And But lest he leave them hanging, he immediately jumps into the reason that he has this joy, despite these circumstances. And he says, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is kept, by, that is kept for you in heaven, who by God's power being guarded through, sal- through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. So that's a long verse, and I stumbled over a lot of it. But what Peter is telling us there is that, is that God, through their faith in the resurrection of Jesus, is not only saving us, but He's also keeping us. And it's not because we are good or because they've earned it or anything because of our own merits, but He says it because of His mercy. And I think it was R.C. Sproul who said that mercy is one of the things you can't demand, mercy is a gift. And we receive this gift freely, again, not because we deserve it, but because God loves us. It is because of his great mercy that we get this salvation. And not only that, Peter says, but not only do we receive this, but it is an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. So there's nothing we can do to tarnish it. And he uses the analogy later on of gold, which we think of this precious metal that doesn't tarnish. And he says that our faith and our salvation that has been given to us is even more precious than that gold. And, you know, in my world, and my sisters here, I won't point her out, we both have small children, and gold is probably less precious to us right now than sleep. And so that verse may hit home a little bit more for me and my sister and said it's more precious than sleep, though it is interrupted by your six-month-old or by your one-year-old. But he's getting us the idea of something that is so precious, so close to us, but we also don't have to worry about it. He says this gold, even though it is tested by fire, even that will perish at the end of all things. But the one thing we don't have to worry about is this inheritance that God has given us because it is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. And then finally, and I'm trying to go fast because I see this clock counting down in front of me. I'm not used to that. You ask the high schoolers. I can go for a long time. And then finally, Peter brings us to kind of, I think, the crux of his book here. And he says, even though for a little while, we may go through these trials. And I think for us, we don't tend to think of our lifespan as a little while. But Peter is taking the eternal view. And he says, you know, our lifespan, as long as they may feel in the midst of these trials, are very short when you compare them to the length of eternity to the gift that has been given to us that not only will we be kept here and now, but we'll also be kept for all eternity. And it is through that faith in Christ that we have that. He says that though you do not see Him, and though you have not seen Him, you love Him and you believe in Him. That is the faith that is given to us. That is the faith that saves. That is the faith that brings about this inheritance. That is the face that has caused us to be born again. And that, he says, gives us a joy that is inexpressible. And as I was preparing to do this, and this is not my favorite thing. I've, you know, this, I'm used to standing in a group of 20. This is a much larger group than I'm used to. But as I was preparing this, I kept seeing this almost road map through trials and suffering that Peter gives us is he gives us this doxology, this blessing to kind of focus our eyes where they should be in the midst of our trials. His blessed be the God because of his great mercy. And so he sets us off on this path with that in our hearts already. And then he says, even though you're going to be going through these trials, remember that it is God, I think the NIV said, who is keeping you. And my translation says he is guarding you to the end. And it is with that joy that is inexpressible that we can praise Him. So it's almost like as soon as you get to the bottom of this passage, with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls, it's almost like we want to go right back to the very beginning and say, because of that blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because of this wonderful gift that has has been given to us. So if you're not careful, you can get sort of stuck in this loop of this blessing, this trial, this joy that is giving to us. Well, then I just have to go right back up and bless again because of the joy that I've been given. But the only way we can do that is if we remember that it's not our own efforts that get us to the end. It is not our own efforts that are keeping this inheritance. It is not our own merit that is giving us this imperishable, undefiled, more precious than gold joy. If we think that, if we think it's all up to me and all up to how good I can be, the joy goes away. The suffering becomes that much deeper because then I have to find my way out. I have to figure out how to trust myself in the midst of COVID. I have to figure out how to trust myself in the midst of this isolation. And I know myself well enough to know that I can't find my way out of that. So leaning on this passage gives us that road map through So seniors, I apologize for bringing a little bit of a downer tone maybe to your joyous day. But I know the next few years and the years beyond even the next few years, no matter what you do or where you go, will challenge you. And I said this last year, and I'll probably say it every year that I have the opportunity to say this, I hope it challenges you. I hope it stretches you. I hope it pinches you. I hope it pulls you. I hope you feel the weight of having to answer these questions for yourself. Because gold, just like us, if it's left in its natural ore state, it doesn't come out of the ground in the shape of a ring. Shocking. It comes out of the ground, usually mixed with a bunch of impurities that you don't want. No woman or couple goes to the jewelry store and says, no, we just want a chunk of ore. Just give us that rock. No, they want the beautiful, polished, refined gold. Ask Lizzie, I got stuck on the couch last week, looking, well, how do they refine gold? It's pretty complicated. There's lots of chemicals and heat, and you can do it at home. I don't recommend it, but some guy did walk me through how to do it at home. There's lots of acids involved, and it was pretty cool. (laughs) But if we leave ourselves in this unnatural state like ore, we are unrefined. And God and Scripture is clear that He promises to refine us. And that can be painful. That can and will change us into the likeness of His Son. But it is a loving promise. It is a loving guarantee that He will not leave us the way we are, but make us into what He wants us to be. So my prayer for you seniors and for everyone here is that in moments of challenge, in moments of difficulty, maybe you remember back to this passage in 1 Peter. You remember the blessing of the mercy that God has given us, not because we earned it, because in those moments we won't feel like we've earned it. And I hope you remember that Scripture does not promise a carefree skipping through Daisy's life. In fact, it promises the very opposite. The first thing that we, one of the first things we find out about Paul is Peter, or Jesus says. I want Paul to know how much he will suffer for me. Talk about your call to ministry, is that's the guarantee right there. You are going to suffer for me. So remember this in those times that God in his mercy caused you to be born again to a living hope because we have a living savior. A living hope in the resurrection of Jesus and it is his power that will guard you and keep you in your trials and bring you by faith, not by your own effort or how good you are or how good your grades are or how good your job is or how much money you have, but is by faith to an inexpressible joy. And may that make your heart say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I thank you for this group of high schoolers, and Lord, especially for this group of seniors who we are joyously yet sadly saying goodbye to today. Father, I pray that you would be with them as they leave this building. I pray that the truths that you have imprinted on their hearts would be deep. That you would be the foundation of their lives. That they would seek you earnestly from this day forward and throughout the rest of but I pray that you would imprint on their hearts the fact that it is not by their own efforts, but it is by your loving grace. And Lord, we thank you for that grace. Pray that you be with us as you leave this place today, and may we leave with a joy that is inexpressible, saying, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.